Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Coastal Voices. On today's show, we'll be speaking to Derek Edenshaw, who's also known to the hip-hop community as Manic Wonderful, about the Native Hip Hop Festival in Vancouver at the end of the summer. All this and more on this episode of Coastal Voices. Stay tuned. Everybody, once again, thank you very much for tuning in to Coastal Voices on CFUV 101.9 FM in Victoria. As always, I am your host for this program, Sasha Willette. You can find me on Twitter at Sasha Willette and find CFUV's SoundCloud, which houses previous episodes of Coastal Voices. If you're interested in that sort of thing, please do check out www.soundcloud.com forward slash CFUV, and you can find the Coastal Voices playlist in case you missed something from last week's show, or if you just want to listen to my voice. Uh, And uh, yeah, that's on SoundCloud. On this episode of the show, I'll be airing an interview I did yesterday with Derek Edenshaw, who is a Haida artist, promoter, and musician based out of Vancouver, BC. Derek is incredibly passionate about Indigenous hip-hop and is the creator behind the Native Hip Hop Festival in Vancouver. This festival takes place at multiple venues across downtown Vancouver, and it facilitates everything from MC battles to fashion shows and lectures. The festival is on its second year and going strong, and Derek was good enough to take time out of his day to give us a breakdown of this festival. My name is Derek Eden Shaw, known to a lot of people as Manic Wonderful, and I am a longtime hip-hop artist from Vancouver and Victoria. I actually started rapping in Victoria as a teenager. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I've been doing sh- performing and promotion, and I do so much stuff in the nonprofit society. I started off in my late teens and early 20s as part of the Native Youth Movement, and I worked with Redwire Magazine. And our mission at that time was to get proper youth representation, Aboriginal youth representation, because hmm. we knew that these organizations were all getting money on behalf of the youth and the youth of the future, and we heard all the rhetoric, but we didn't really see anything at that time other than some like poorly made Microsoft Word posters for like the odd focus group where we go get a donut or something. Yeah. And that's where like all the youth money was going to. And being a hip-hop artist, I figured I could offer something different to the community, something that was more from the youth, for the youth, and so we introduced hip-hop, graffiti. Next thing you know, we had magazines that were had beautiful covers that were made by wicked, modern, like, contemporary designers, traditional artists, 
doing collaborations, graffiti artists, graffiti artists that were also traditional artists. And we really kind of represented the modern native youth, you know, and as time went on, I wanted to make sure those opportunities were there for the young people. So uh, in 2013, well, in 2012, I started organizing the first annual Native Hip Hop Festival, Mm -hmm. which was last August 2013. And what's coming up now is um, is the second annual Native Hip Hop Festival in Vancouver from the 29th to 31st of August. That's right. Uh, so it's planned for the end of the summer. Uh, what musicians are being featured and where can people check out their music? Okay, yeah, this is, because it is a hip-hop festival, it's not just music. It's actually all elements of hip-hop, right? So there's a lot of, so I'll get into that. But as far as the musicians, we've got a bunch of, um, if people have been following the Aboriginal music scene, there's uh Award-winning artists such as Dreesus. You can check his new video, Warpath, on YouTube right now. That just came out. You can hmm. get a good taste of what he's about from that. He also kind of did the Idol No More theme song, a song called Red Winter, which you can find on YouTube as well. So that's D-R-E-Z-U-S. Hmm. Um, and he's won multiple awards with his old group, Team as Official, as well as by himself as a solo artist. Um, Winnipeg's Winnipeg Boys, which is also like a very popular group, obviously out of Winnipeg. Yeah. They've won a lot of different uh, music awards. They're very well known. The social media game is pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be coming out. We have uh, Equal coming out from Saskatchewan. She's also an award-winning artist. We have Inez Jasper. She swept lots of awards. So we've got a really high caliber of artists performing. Yeah. So um, you really have to look. I can keep naming and naming that. I really every artist that's performing, I have a great respect for. That's awesome. For the amount of work they put in. And actually, the, the amount of work they're putting in by even coming and doing this festival. So Have this is this is a truly grassroots festival. This is there's no government funding going into this. This is only done off of uh, people helping out, volunteers, ticket sales, and in-kind donations and partnerships. This this is totally a true grassroots festival. That's awesome. Have you seen it grow a lot since last year? Oh, well, yeah, it's not really, the native hip-hop energy is there. There's lots of people doing it. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily the, it's not really growth on behalf of native hip-hop. It's growth on behalf of us as a promotion, Mm -hmm. right? It's what we're able to do. It's how far, like, had we had, had we had the $100,000 grant that a lot of festivals have, it'd be way bigger than it is. But Mm -hmm. we're doing, like, amazing things. Like, aside of the music, we've also got, like, uh, top-level DJs performing, people that have won, like, we got Edmonton's three-style champ, which is DJ Creation coming to DJ. We have uh, a Vancouver and Saskatoon, uh, very competitive and a champion DJ Chris is going to be performing in DJing. We have uh, champion battlers, I mean, breakdancers that are going to be there. We've got top-of-the-line muralists, graffiti artists, that are really, really well known, such as like if you if you go around Vancouver, you'll see Dedos, Dedos and his company, him and his wife, Sochi's company, Nomadic Alternatives. Mm-hmm. They have pieces all over the city, and it's easily some of the most recognizable art in the city. He's going to be here. That's awesome. Um, Acos, who is uh, really broken grounds, is matching up Haida art. He's a Haida art and a graffiti artist. Wow, that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, right now, actually, he has a display going on at the Bill Reed Gallery in Vancouver. Okay. So, like I said, like, the talent level is, like, insane this year. Yeah. But 
our number one guest of honor, the special guest, the most important person that we have, in my opinion, and also everybody else's opinion, is Ernie, Ernie T, Uncle Ernie T. <laughs> and he, he is, um, I think it's pronounced Panacioli. Mm-hmm. Ernie T, <laughs> he's from Newark, New Jersey, the Bricks, and he is the first native and inducted into the Hip Hop Hall of Fame. Wow. He, uh, and that happened this year. He is a 67-year-old legendary hip-hop photographer that has taken photos of anybody and everybody, Public Enemy, Lauren Hill, Notorious Big, Eminem, Tupac. He's taken lots of their breakthrough photographs. And uh, just name the artist, he's taken the f- f- photograph of them. He's released a book called Who Shot Ya, which has a whole big collection of his uh, photos, which went on to be a bestseller. And he also released um, a film, which we're going to be screening, called uh, The Other Side, which is an award-winning documentary about his life as a legendary hip-hop photographer. And uh, he's a member of the member of uh, the legendary Zulu Nation, which is, uh, you know, African Bombada, yeah. Sonic Force, and Co. And they really, uh, they really introduced positive culture and really fought for positivity and hip-hop being a culture since the get-go. They're really fundamental and fundamental to hip-hop is what it is today. So he is most definitely our honored guest throughout the weekend. That's so I can awesome. get into more about the shows in a bit. But yeah. the level of talent is unbelievable. We've got amazing, amazing people that have dedicated their lives to their crafts, and they're all going to be here to show it. That sounds amazing. How did this festival kind of get its start? Was that like a group initiative or was it a singular idea? Well, the thing is, being a performing artist, being an artist mm-hmm. that has been performing and building all these alliances, and we've been, a lot of us that have been working and getting our name out for the last decade mm-hmm. have, have uh, worked really hard to make native hip-hop a subgenre of the hip-hop culture itself. I have built a lot of alliances and friendships. And that, it'd be a shame to see somebody who hasn't really been there the entire time come and jump on, jump on and try to do this, right? Mm-hmm. When I knew, I know if I do what did the festival, I'd be able to get the people who deserve the shine, not just the people with the best promo, mm-hmm. but the people who deserve it, the people with the best talent, right? And that was, that was my thing. I didn't, want, I didn't want somebody to come and attempt to do this and misrepresent what native hip-hop really is. Yeah, for sure. Because native hip-hop, there's a lot of people, it's diverse. It's not just the one person who has the, you know, empowering song. There's, there's people that do electro, electronic music, people that do gangster rap, people that do poetry, people that, you know, there's, people express themselves in a whole lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And I've always fought, fought and believed that hip-hop is fundamental Artistic self-expression is fundamental for the modern natives to survive, period. We've got that taken away from us. We've got, we got guilt, guilt and shame instilled deep into our, into our life, into our minds, into our bodies through the residential schools and the colonial process. Mm-hmm. And what, what they really did was take away our, our, our ability to empower each other with positive words. And they, they got us killing each other. They got us hating each other and hating ourselves. And hip-hop, I've watched it. I've absolutely watched it help and change thousands of lives at this point in time mm-hmm. and so i wanted to create a festival i wanted everybody else to see it and i think it's also time to see these people unify work together and actually take it to the next level i really firmly believe that uh the way that hip-hop is going right now people are feeling people are really feeling a uh, positive music right now 
there's a real, real big, and I believe in the empowering power of hip hop music. In the native community, it's mandatory, and so I've seen it. I've seen it save and change lives, including mine. Mm -hmm. Right, and so I wanted to. I wanted to showcase that. Yeah, and uh, so this is definitely something that you. Uh, was it something that you and your friends started together, or is it something that? No, you... no, I, I started it myself. Wow, that's crazy. I did it. I did it. I did it all on my own. I organized the entire first festival by myself. That's every crazy. single thing I've organized, every flyer, got every venue, or contacted every artist, and I also, I also did the majority of this festival for the for the initial part, the groundwork. But uh, I've actually had uh, some some of my close. I uh, they're more family family friends, family than friends, right? Like Oz Twelve mm -hmm. jumped on board. He's been a major help this year. Oz Twelve's uh, me and him used to have a group together long ten years ago called the Sunday School Dropout. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people consider me and him to be the pioneers of the Vancouver Native Hip Hop movement. Wow, we uh, we've done a lot of workshops teaching people how to rap. I started the first three studios for Aboriginal youth in the city, not just Aboriginal youth, it was for youth in general, but it was based out of Aboriginal programs. Um, yeah, so he's been a big help. Acos is uh, Acos has been uh, being a good motivational support. The guys down at Shop Long have been a motivational support. They've been part of the team. I've got a uh, my homegirl Jolene Mitten from All My Relations is going to be helping with the uh, fashion show and help oh, with some of the awesome. programming. So yeah, I've got I've got some I got some, a good team this time around. So there's going to be a fashion oh, and the show. Bill, oh yeah, the, in Bill Reed Gallery. Well, if you want me to break down exactly what's going to go on for you guys, yeah, that would be great. Get I people hyped that. on it. Okay, so um, I guess. The official opening event is going to be at Asterino's on Venables and Commercial Drive. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be Friday, August 29th. Doors open at 7 o'clock. And that's going to be from about 7 till midnight or 1 o'clock. It's an all-ages jam at nice. a really cool little spot right in the east end. It's really easily accessible for a lot of the community right here. Mm -hmm. um, just a cool spot to do an all-ages jam. At the same time, we're going, to be, uh, we're going to have our pop-up shop opened up which is going to be over at ShopRong. ShopRong is going to transform itself for the duration of the festival into a pop-up shop known as the Savage Gentleman and the Warrior Princess. And it's going to be a retailer of fine native hip-hop artifacts and regalia. Wow. Wow, that sounds amazing. And, and so at the Savage Gentleman and the Warrior Princess, that's going to be kind of where everybody's going to have their CDs, their merchandise available for sale. And uh, we're going to have a bunch of actually, a bunch of other designers and whatnot have their clothing in there so people can really get authentic native hip-hop gear. Mm -hmm. And we really firmly believe, a lot of us really firmly believe that we have uh, such an impact on the underground music scene realistically that uh, they've seen us wearing these feathers in these Southwest prints and these Northwest Coast designs for the last decade. And you've seen over the last three, four, five years, people are dressing like how we've been dressing for a decade. Mm -hmm. All these hits just dress like how we've been dressing for a long time. <laughs> right? they've, been, they've been wearing our native hip-hop fashion for a while. So we want to give people a genuine go at that. Yeah, so for sure. They can come get real moccasins. You want to wear moccasins? Come get some real ones. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you want to uh, wear, you want to get this, some, some native designs? Don't go, don't get it made by some random, who knows, computer program mm -hmm. that some trendy label made. No, come get it from an actual artist that could explain to you what that image means. Right? Mm -hmm. So we wanted to provide that place. At that, at ShopRong as well, during that time, we're going to be showcasing the art of all the graffiti artists that are going to be there. 
as well as Ernie P's uh, uh, photographs. He's going to have prints for sale the entire weekend at the shop. So if you want to get classic hip-hop photography, right directly from the guy who took the pictures, signed copies, he's going to have his prints there. He, he sells, I think he sells each of these prints for like 20 bucks for a signed print. Wow, these that's things amazing. Are worth, these things are worth hundreds of dollars each week yeah. at least. We're talking like classic photography. So I really encourage people to bring a chunk of money to buy these prints. I'm mm-hmm. going to myself. I know that. Mm-hmm. This is a rare opportunity because you're not going to get that opportunity. The guy's 67 years old. Mm-hmm. He has a hard time traveling places. You wait till people see what this, this guy's story is, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyhow, um, there's also going to be a dentist who's going to have murals and stuff, ACOS, Slur, Max, a bunch of these crazy graffiti artists, Word. They're all going to have uh, canvases and murals and stuff available there. That's um, awesome. So that's going to be happening for the entire time. The entire three days, people can go to shop long. That's 11.92 East Hastings. So that starts Friday, August 29th. Go back to the All Ages show. Friday, August 29th at Astorino's. We're going to have all elements performing. There's going to be breakdancers, um, break step breakdance crew, creation is going to be breakdancing. There's going to be open b-boy cypher. There's going to be native on native MC battles. So we're going to have Oz 12 representing the Solo Nation. Salishans is going to be going up against Neckbone, who's representing the Métis Crees of Northern Alberta. Nice. Um, we're going to have Preem, who I believe is representing the Ojibwe's from around Thunder Bay, Ontario, is going to go up against Bones, or ba- Bones, B-N-Z is how he spells his name. He's from Cross Lake, Manitoba, which are OG Crees, Ojibwe Crees. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also going to be, uh, ooh, who's, 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 Cody the Catch from Calgary, Alberta, is going to be going up against Dak One, who's Cree from Saskatchewan. So those are going to be the three MC battles. There's going to be a fashion show put together by All My Relations, which is Jolene and Co. She's mm. a well-known native model in the city. She's done amazing uh, stuff in print. She's been well-publicized native model. She's going to be organizing a fashion show. There's going to be clothing by Oka, Leona Edenshaw, which is my mother. Um, nice. Stress Street's going to have clothing in there. Um, Social Esquiro who's definitely representing Vancouver on a worldwide level. She's going to be showcasing her stuff in Paris pretty soon. She's been all over LA Fashion Week. She's a big, big deal. She's wow. going to have her clothing in there. There's going to be performances by Winnipeg Boys um, from Winnipeg, Tommy Daw from Regina, Indian Family from Calgary, Key Rhyme, who's this amazing girl rapper from Saskatoon, Equal from Regina. Um, there's going to be... Jesus, uh, representing the whole entire prairies. He lives in Calgary, but he's from all over the prairies, that guy. Uh, and there's going to be like a bunch more artists. There's going to be DJs. Creation and Crispy are both going to be doing turntablism showcases. It's going to be a nuts opening night. There's going to be live art happening at the event. People are going to be painting inside the event, doing some live wow, pieces. that's rad. That's going to be so So it's going to be a real true taste of native hip-hop. If people want to see what native hip-hop is, go there. It's going to be all ages, no gang colors allowed, zero tolerance on drug and alcohol. It's mm-hmm. going to be a safe community event. That's awesome. Uh, so that's, uh, that's also important to us. Yeah. Uh, at the closing of that, there might be some secret announcement of something secretive, but that's a secret. <laughs> um, so then come Saturday, in the daytime of Saturday... There's going to be at the Coca-Cola Courts and Raycam Community Center. They call it the Raycam Projects, the Coca-Cola Courts. 
there's going to be the Tribal Warfare 3-on-3 All-Native Basketball Tournament. Wow. Cool. So that's 150 bucks for a team to enter. The teams of four, if anybody wants to enter, they could uh, look online. Just look up on Facebook, uh, Tribal Warfare 3-on-3 All-Native Basketball Tournament. That's another thing that I put together. Actually, I partnered with Jolene again on that. She's involved in the basketball community and also the Warriors Basketball Club, the All My Relations Basketball Club. So that's going to be uh, quite a thing. If people people aren't aware, basketball on the Northwest Coast is a big deal in the Native community. Mm-hmm. If, that's, if you go to every community, if you go up to Haida Gwaii, that's what all those kids do up there. Yeah, They totally. play ball. They live for basketball. So we wanted to cater to that community as well. That's definitely part of it. And you know what? There's, there's lots of bridges in, the, in between the hip-hop and the basketball communities. Yeah, a lot, you know, we wanted to bridge. We wanted to bridge those gaps and have everybody interact with one another. Um, at the same time, that's going to be two, starting at noon. There's going to be the basketball court at two p.m. at um, two p.m. at at two p.m. at the Bill Reed Gallery. We're going to be showcasing. Um, we're going to be showcasing Ernie Pete's films plus a whole bunch of native hip-hop videos. So that's going to be at the Bill Reed Gallery down on Hornby Street. I can't remember the exact address right now. My computer's not with me. Um, but people can Google the Bill Reed Gallery. We're going to be showcasing The Other Side, which is an award-winning film. Plus, we're going to have a speech uh, lecture from Ernie P. as well. Wow, so that's amazing. That's, that's going to be an amazing thing. It's only going to be $10 to go get in and see the film and see the lecture. So that's a seal of the deal inside the Bill Reed Gallery so people can see ACOS's display. I think Morgan Green has some stuff up there and, of course, all the original legendary Bill Reed pieces mm. from, his, from his major collection. Um, so that's going to be happening Saturday evening, 7 p.m. We're going to have, we're going to open the doors at Fortune Sound Club for the early event. Uh, doors open, I think, at 7, 7.30 and that's going to be Party Like a Matriarch, a showcase of Indigenous Queens. That's going to be an all-female lineup. That's awesome. And that's going to feature uh, the best of uh, uh, hip-hop artists and R&B artists. With mm-hmm. a real, you know, R&B has a really, really close bridge to hip-hop, obviously, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would call it, they'd say they're both black music, but, but once you go and see the history of how hip-hop started, you'll see that it's actually Native music as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyway, there's going to be artists such as Inez Jasper, who is super well known in the Native community. She's mm-hmm. constantly traveling and performing. Her videos are getting lots of rotation. She gets uh, she's winning awards almost every time she tries. She's uh, she's definitely a deserving headliner. Mm-hmm. Equal. She's won her awards. Key Rhyme, uh, Danny and Lizzie. Everybody knows Danny and Lizzie from from uh, Dancing in the Sky. I believe that's their viral video that went on YouTube that I think it's up to like 4 million views now wow um, there's going to be so many other people Crystal J DJ Cookham and yeah that's going to be done at 10.30 so that's a showcase of Indigenous Queens at Fortune Sound Club Fortune Sound Club is, is of course uh, top of the line uh, club in Vancouver yeah Every, it's a go-to club to go to for shows so it's a great place to hear yeah hear everybody performing um so that's going to be the conclusion of that night. There might be a DJ gig at a at a spot on Commercial Drive after that, but you know people are going to have to wait to hear on that one. Yeah, um, sure. Come on to Sunday, our final day, and there's going to be 
the Take Back the Land One Block at a Time block party at Shoprong. Now, Shoprong is a place, it's on Vernon and Hastings Street, uh, close to Clark and Hastings. That's where we're going to have the Savage Gentleman of the Warrior Princess art show and, and merchandise and all that. Um, we're going to have a block party there. So we're going to throw out the linoleum, um, get the DJ booth set up, get the barbecue going, and we're going to have anti-pipeline speakers. We're going to have lots of performers. Now, this one's going to showcase a lot of the younger up-and-coming talent. Okay, cool. That I believe have all put a lot of work in. They're all they're all well versed. They're all gonna and they're, they're working their ass off. They're gonna make sure their show's really good. Mm-hmm. So they're a lot of them are gonna be performing. I'm gonna do a performance at that day. There's gonna be uh we're gonna have Dedos who's gonna do some electric boogaloo break dancing. Every event we're gonna have Ernie T at there for people to see and talk to. Um awesome. it's gonna be a really fun event. That's just gonna be throughout the whole entire day. Uh creator willing that the weather's gonna be great. Um, there's also one of our partners is the Nighthawk Festival is going to have an outdoor stage uh, outdoor stage at Crab Park at the exact same time around the same time um, and that's going to feature a bunch of different genres of music if people wanted to break through hip hop but there's also going to be a couple of our artists that are going to be on that bill as well hmm. I know Creation is going to be doing dancing they're doing like a mashup of grass dancing and break dancing nice. um, and that's going to lead us into the finale and the, the finale is going to be at the Biltmore Cabaret, which has also grown to be one of Vancouver's top live music venues. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, for years, for probably 20 years, Biltmore was known as the native bar. That's where everybody, every native went there, everybody partied there. And probably about five years ago or so, it shut down and it reopened as being a live music venue. None of that old crowd went there. It was it was totally changed and turned into a, a, a primo live music venue opposed to like a little meat market or whatever that craziness it was. <laughs> so what we're going to do is do a reclamation of the Biltmore and we're going to take uh, a bunch of the top acts that are going to be performing there. Um, so I think it's going to be Winnipeg Boys, myself, Hope from Status Crew, a couple of the DJs. We're going to have a small bill and that's going to be the, the big closer. That's nice. going to be the finale of everything. That's awesome. That sounds so sick. That's going to be such a good time. It's really cool. I've definitely, I've definitely only mentioned about a third of the people performing, and I was only able to think off the top of my head. There's going to be a lot more than what I said. Well, where pe- but, uh, can people like uh, find out more about, about how to get involved and how to get tickets and stuff like that? Yeah, well, it's all, if you go all over uh, Facebook, there's tons of stuff. If you put in Native Hip Hop Festival on the search, you'll find the group page, and then we have events, event pages for every single event. And as the events uh, come up, we have put up more pages. So, yeah, the info is definitely there online. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be doing a major postering campaign, so you just look for the posts. We're going to head over to the island. We're going to... It's going to be all over Vancouver. People are going to see it. Just got to keep your ear out, right? Yeah, for sure. As far as the tickets, uh, advanced tickets are going to be available. They can contact, people can contact nativehiphopfestival at gmail.com with any questions. Awesome. Okay, cool. Uh, thank you so much for talking to me today, Derek. That's a lot of information, yep. and I hope to, that everyone will see you out there. And uh, thanks so much for putting together such an amazing festival. I can't see. Yeah, no problem, man. And and I, I got to say thanks to uh, all the artists and anybody that's been involved in creating the genre, the genre of native hip hop. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I'm really grateful. Like a lot of these people have been doing the the performances for the festival for only a portion of what they would actually what they're actually worth. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, they're really chipping in to make this happen. Everybody, it's really a community gig. Like I said, this is this is one of the only truly grassroots festivals that I've seen around. Period. That's awesome, right? And so uh, I'd be appreciated if people come show support. Uh, they can yeah, contact sure. if they want to buy tickets. If they're interested in volunteering, if they're interested in doing, just coming and getting more information. If they have any questions, just contact us. Let's make it happen. It's going to take all of us to make this. Well, hopefully every venue is going to be jam-packed and it's going to show a demand and show a need for for this to, for us to get bigger venues next year. Next year, I want to be booking the Commodore. <laughs> I want to be booking a giant outdoor field with a huge stage, right? Yeah, for that's sure. A, that's the mission. Yeah, for sure. Um, I thank you so much again for coming on the show and for getting the word out. I hope everybody checks it out. And remember to check out Native Hip Hop on Facebook. So thanks yeah. so much, Jack. Have a good one. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you missed some of that interview, be sure to hop over to soundcloud.com forward slash CFUV to check out Coastal Voices playlist. And please check out the Coastal Voices Facebook group. And I will remind you to search under groups instead of people. You know, when you go into the search uh, function and you can look up people or groups. Um, I recently found out that the page doesn't come up unless you search specifically for groups. uh, And... So, yeah, if you want to check that out, uh, because on our Facebook page, I post tons of content pertaining to each episode of Coastal Voices. So, like we just heard from Derek, I'll be posting the poster for um, the Native Hip Hop Fest in Vancouver. Any events that I'm going to talk about today or that I've talked about previously, petitions, stuff like that, that goes all onto the Facebook page. So be sure if there's something that you've heard on the show that's interesting to you, be sure to check it out. Also check out cfuv.uvic.ca for all your radio streaming needs. If you're unable to listen on the radio, it's a really great option to check out our live streaming programming. Uh, So I'm going to get into some weather and then I'll share with you a couple of the cool things that I did with the Muni University Indigenous uh, Youth yesterday. They came in and we um, explored how how radio works, I guess, and uh, showed them how to edit some stuff and we came up with some pretty cool stuff. But first, let's get into some weather. On Thursday, August 21st, join Dr. Aaron McGuire from the University of Victoria for a guided tour through the Vikings, or through Vikings, Lives of Beyond the Legends at the Royal BC Museum. Dr. McGuire will focus on some of the most important and interesting objects of the 500-plus artifacts in the exhibition. The tour runs from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And for more info, please visit royalbcmuseum.ca or .bc.ca. That's, once again, royalbcmuseum.bc.ca. And that is coming up Thursday, August 21st. So definitely check that out. I hear it's a great exhibit, as as usual, with the Royal BC Museum. And maybe if you're there, also check out the Our Living Languages exhibit. Um... If you listen to Coastal Voices pretty regularly, you'll know that I had an interview with Lorna Williams pertaining to that particular exhibit, and it's an amazing exhibit. And if you are Indigenous, it is free to check out. So take advantage of that for sure, because there's a lot of great interactive uh, things there that you can learn from. And um, yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, In kind of related news, the Mini University... (coughs) 
is going on right now. And uh, we were able to hang out with them. We had them in studio at CFUV, and uh, they they came around, and we taught them how to use, I guess, our equipment. Uh, we taught them how to... Um, record promos and stuff like that it was really really fun and they were all such great kids and uh hopefully they took as much from it as we did here at cfuv um i'm gonna show you share with you a couple of promos that i did with them this one is uh from my first group of kids who were uh, a little bit older maybe 15 and 16 and uh at the end of the day we came up with this so here it is This is Alicia Arcan, and you're listening to CFUV 101.9 FM in Victoria. This is Alyssa Larson, and you're listening to CFUV 101.9 FM in Victoria. This is Christina Bonnerge, and you're listening to CFUV 101.9 FM in Victoria. Hello, this is Eric Henry, and you're listening to CFUV on 101.9 FM in Victoria. This is Marcel Joseph, and you're listening to CFUV 101.9 FM in Victoria. This is Spencer, and you're listening to CFUV 101.9 FM in Victoria. This is Chris Starr, and you're listening to CFUV 101.9 FM in Victoria. CFUV 101.9 FM in Victoria. So once again, that was the kids from Mini University, the Indigenous chapter. They're from all kinds of territories all over BC, and they're a wonderful group to have. And uh, definitely check out Mini U if you have a youth in your life who you think would benefit from it. I think... A multitude of different people could benefit from it because there's so much different programming. Basically, they come out to UVic for a week and check it out and see how, because they're so young, um, it's not like getting ready for this as a university so much as just checking out a university in general and checking out the different atmospheres at the university. But it was really great. Uh, thanks again to all the people, the team leaders and, and the chaperones and all the kids who were just so, so rad. Uh, we're going to get into some music. And um, this is Shad, 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 Shad. You know how I feel about Chad. Uh, this is flying co- from Flying Colors. It's Remember to Remember, and um, it's a good one. So stay tuned, enjoy, and listen. Okay, we're going to get into m- some music, pre- or uh, some news, rather, because we're almost out of time. It went by so quickly as it does. That was JB, the first lady, Get Ready, Get Steady, and that was from her self-titled album uh, in from 2011. She is awesome, and hopefully we'll be seeing her during the Native Hip Hop festivities. For news today, we're visiting uh, different territories across Turtle Island to learn about a monument that has been erected in Winnipeg to honor missing and murdered Indigenous women. The monument was unveiled 
unveiled at the Udena Celebration Circle on Tuesday. The statue is said to symbolize the female form and is guarded by a number of sacred stones. And efforts to draw attention to the tragic issue of missing and murdered Indigenous women across Canada, uh, efforts like this, rather, and uh, they hope to draw further attention from the Harper government uh, for a proper inquiry into this issue, as it stands there are over 1,200 Indigenous women and girls still missing or have outstanding murder cases on file, uh, as per uh, inquiry from the RCMP. And for more information on how you can become a part of advocacy for missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls, please access resources such as the Native Youth Sexual Health Network, which partners with a number of Indigenous advocacy groups to provide support and services for Indigenous youth. Another great resource is, is It Ends Here, which is a collective of Indigenous women and people focusing on ending violence against Indigenous women. In the Okanagan Territory uh, of BC, the Okanagan Nation Alliance, ONA, has filed legal action against the province of British Columbia. The legal action will directly challenge the much-criticized British Columbia treaty process. The ONA the ONA's legal action resulted from the province's decision to sign an incremental treaty agreement with the Tunaxa Nation Council to transfer approximately 241 hectares of land new Nakasp in the Arrows Lake as part of an early transfer of lands that will form part of the final treaty. The province did not consult with the ONA before signing the agreement, despite the fact that the area includes important village sites, hunter grounds, and cultural heritage sites for the ONA communities and their members. In other news, apparently, Winnipeg has a Bannock Lady with an incredibly awesome ti- what an incredibly awesome title to hold. Uh, the Bannock Lady is actually really upset with the mayoral candidate Gord Steve's wife, Lori Steve, uh, as she has made a reprehensible post on Facebook last Friday, which isn't too surprising about drunken native guys on her personal Facebook. The Bannock lady, otherwise known as Althea Gubosh, is inviting Mrs. Steves to come down and help me feed some of those people you called down. Gubosh says, you know, I personally wouldn't want to go through what it takes to wind up on the street and keep surviving on the street. Althea is known as the Bannock Lady because she regularly hands out food, including Bannock, if you wouldn't have guessed, to the homeless people and houseless people of Winnipeg. Gord Steves has been silent on his wife's comments since they surfaced Friday, but the Indigenous community in Winnipeg are coming out and coming forward to speak against racist comments made by Laurie Steves. It's really unfortunate reality that many people in Canada are still really ignorant about these types of issues, and seeing these comments makes me really, really upset, and uh, hopefully we can move forward and do better as a people. Uh, in events happening across Canada and within our own communities, Aboriginal Legal Services of Toronto and the Native Youth Sexual Health Network has just teamed up to bring you a three-part workshop series entitled Justice is Sexy, Sexy rather, as part of ALST's regular youth drop-in, uh, which is Thursday, August 7th from 4 to 7 p.m. So that has passed. Um, but the next one is called Two Spirit Let's Hear It, and that is August 14th, which is tomorrow, 4 to 6 p.m. 
And uh, together, they will resist gender stereotypes, celebrate each other's gender fabulousness, and reclaim indigenous gender and sexual identities. The future events are to be announced, but if you or someone is in the Toronto area, feel free to contact Krista Williams for more information at kwilliams at nativesexualhealthnetwork.com. And uh, in Victoria this Friday, 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. uh, in Commercial Alley, which is located between the 500 block of Yeat Street and Bastion Square, kind of behind the reef there, uh, in conjunction with the Integrate Arts Festival, Open Space, and the City of Victoria are pleased to announce the launch of Roy Green's series, Bird Quartet in Commercial Alley. Uh, The City of Victoria's creative partnership with Open Space Society has transformed the west wall of the Youth Empowerment Society building in Commercial Alley, uh, Alley's busy thoroughfare, to an accessible outdoor public art gallery. And right now you can see uh, Troy Others uh, Troy Lovegood, or other, uh, if you know him, he is a world-famous graffiti artist, and he has some pieces up there right now on Friday, August 15th, which is coming right up, in conjunction with uh, the Integrated Arts Festival, the Ali will uh, install four new works by the painter Roy Green. Um, coming up is... Not gonna do that one. Oh, uh, it is. Uh, you can join the Min- Ministry of Casual Living and the Community Arts Council of GV for an evening of discussion and lecture with comic book artist uh, Gord Hill at the Public Library of Greater Victoria, and it's the central branch in the community room. Gord Hill has produced two comic books: The Five Hundred Years of Resistance and the Anti Capitalist Resistance. He is a member of the Kwakwakiwak Nation whose territory is located on northern Vancouver Island, and he has been involved in Indigenous peoples and anti-globalization movements since 1990. Uh, the Greater Victoria Public Library Branch is hosting the second annual annual two-day celebration of literary arts in all of its diverse forms as part of the Integrates Arts Festival. Play on Words will showcase the treasure trove of independent and local creators on playful words and magic this will also feature a comic book and zine fair which is put on by some awesome people you should definitely check that out on facebook i'll be putting it on the facebook page soon as possible we are running out of time and that is it for all my announcements so i'm going to put on a song and i'll leave you alone thank you so much for uh tuning in to coastal voices on uh, cfuv once again every week 5 to 6 p.m and find me on facebook uh at the group coastal voices uh stay tuned for straight no chaser they're coming up right next